Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to the Golf Fitness Bomb Squad podcast with Chris Finn, a production of P4S Golf. Welcome back to the Golf Fitness Bomb Squad. My name is Chris, and I am your host. Today's going to be a quick one, but I just wanted to kind of talk about an issue that obviously is very, very hot in the news. And you know, Live Golf, and you know, particularly recently, John Rahm announcing he's going over. Obviously, a lot of emotional response to to that announcement, and just to Live Golf in general. You know, there's obviously a lot of allegiance to the PGA Tour and the history of the game, and obviously, I can see. 100% both sides of, you know, of, of all these arguments and emotional responses. But I think what I wanted to share and hopefully give a little bit of a platform to is the impact that all of this has had on the developmental side of the game. So I think everybody, when we talk about growing the game, obviously, um, you know, junior golf is talked about a lot and, and more opportunities there. And there's obviously been talks about a lot of people have talked about, uh, you know, Harold Varner and st- all the programs he does, $5 rounds of golf, right? And he's obviously used a lot of the live money that he's had for that. Um, so, like, there's that, you know, that's talked about. There's, um, you know, I think a lot of people, obviously, the college game, you know, that's uh, obviously that and the professional gamer. Big focus of conversation, talk about ball rollbacks, how far these people hit it and, and you know, how the, there's – not enough courses allegedly that can handle the length that they that they can hit it, right? So there's there's a lot of focus on that early early phase of junior golf, the next level of um, co- collegiate golf, and then obviously professional golf. I, I think though, and when I say professional golf, there's a lot of focus on the the PGA Tour and the LPGA Tour and live obviously. What people don't discuss and we'll talk in dp2 dp tour as well what people aren't talking about which i you know obviously just the nature of what what i do and we do at p4s golf of you know, we get those guys and girls out of college who are like hey i'm gonna go try to play professionally now unless you're getting sponsor exemptions or you know for some you know some reason you have a name that you get into you know the bigger events the life of a professional golfer sucks like literally there's zero guaranteed money and you have to go play, you know, basically all these little mini tours where literally you don't get your money back. You're dropping, you know, 500 to a grand just to play the event entry fee. You got to pay cover your travel. I mean, it, it is expensive and you don't get your money back literally in most of these <laughs> events until you're like, unless you're like top five to 10. Right. And in the women's game, it's even worse in terms of what the, what the payouts are. So there's literally no developmental system for these guys and girls coming out of college. They go to these mini tours, these like super mini tours, right? 
then they got to go to Q school, right? Which is another six grand plus. Like if you go through all the things, all the different stages, you know, for guys, you got pre-qual then you know, then the multiple stages for girls, you have the stages that you got to go through. And then if you get to the end of all of those stages, right. And, and again, you can only do that once a year. The Q school is only once a year. So you get out of college in May, like you got to kind of figure something out until Q school. If you miss at Q school, good luck the rest of the year. Like you got to get to redo the route again, right? It is a freaking grind. Okay. And again, zero guaranteed money, right? Um, it's, you got to pay your own way. You know, a lot of these guys and girls, you know, maybe they have parents who support them or they have to go out and get some sponsors. Um, but then you go to, you know, let's say you get through, you know, on the guy side, you know, you're, you get to the, you know, the corn ferry or, you know, basically we'll call it triple A, right? And at that level, they make, you guys, the guys make decent money at that point. If you're a girl, you got to go to Symmetra Tour. You don't make nothing on Symmetra Tour. <laughs> Literally nothing. It is living in poverty for a year. You have, you have won the right to live in poverty for a year. Unless you're the top 10, like, and even then it's not great. You know, people, oh, look, they made a, you know, Made a hundred thousand, or you know, I think maybe fifty thousand dollars gets you to the top twenty, right? Well, yeah, but then you had at least that in expenses between travel, food, hotel, lodging, and obviously they try to do things where they have host housing and those sorts of things to keep costs down. But there is zero developmental elements in this game of golf. Like baseball, you got the the minor league system. Basketball, you have obviously the developmental league now too. Um, you know, but literally, it's just. You know, unless you can get a sponsor a sponsor exemption or you Monday queue in, there's literally no guaranteed money. I, I just thought it. You know, I think of look at all of the other sports out there, and some people may argue this is what makes golf great. But as a professional athlete, and every other sport, you have a contract, right? And you have you know guaranteed money to you know to show up, perform. You know, the venue and, and the tour they make money off of you guys being there and playing. And but if you don't get finish a certain number, you don't you know you don't make any money. Right. So it's, it's, it's the only sport in that realm in the professional, modern professional era that was doing that and they were getting away with it. And that's great. Right. I mean, as a business, you got all these quote unquote 1099s that you don't have to pay and, you know, unless they win and, you know, so you get half of them for free based, basically free labor. If you think of it that way. Right. But I think what, so what Liv did and, you know, I'm leaving my opinions out of, do I think, you know, Liv is destroying the game or I'm just, well, let's just, we're focusing strictly on what has done to the developmental, the younger player. And what it has done is it is it has never been easier to be to make money as a professional golfer, right? In terms of it's now there's there's minimums now where the PJ Tour now says, oh, we're going to pay you, I think it's five hundred grand, right? If you get your tour card, right? Where there's a there's a minimum uh, payout or guaranteed payout. The elevated purses have gone up, right? As a player, there has not been a better fi- financially. There's never been a better time to be in the game of golf, and that is all because of what. The, the having other competition, you know, in, in the way of golf has brought. So, you know, is it good? Is it bad? I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not intelligent enough to speak on that, but what I can tell you from working with all of these mini tour players and from working with all these collegiate players and you know, even, you know, lifetime tour players, the money's never been better. There's never, ever been guaranteed money ever before. Now there is. And, you know, the opportunity for players to make a career out of it, you know, if you want the sport to continue to grow and continue to get better and get better athletes, you know, and you're already seeing better athletes, you know, coming into the game, which is why you're seeing a lot of these distance increases as well as the science behind how to increase distance and all that sort of stuff, both from an equipment 
technologically and then also, you know, this, the physiological side of things. But I, I just wanted to bring that up that, and shine a light on this because this is not talked about at all is what good has this done for the, the players in terms of, you know, the developmental side of things. Like we literally have to have like charity programs for mini tour players because they don't have the money to pay for our services, like for like to get physical therapy or to, to know what sort of workouts to be doing. And you know, people, oh, they have their college, but the college programs suck guys, just to be clear with you, they all suck for the most part. I'm sure there's a couple out there that are good, but I've, I have yet in a decade had a player that we worked with go to a division one program. I'm not even going to talk about two or threes, right? Go to division one program renowned, like top, top program have won national championships. I've never had one of them go to one of those programs and come back even the same, never mind better. They always come back worse, slower. They come back hurt. Like they do, they, they suck. So these, these golfers are not getting good education on the physical side of things in college. And then they're left to their own devices as a professional. And just because of the structure of the game, there's no support for them to improve their bodies. And, and that to me, if we're going to grow the game, you wouldn't, you want to grow the talent pool and, and the, the, you know, and obviously that can, has continued to grow, but why don't we support it more? I guess is my question. And when I look at live golf, entering the scene, offering guaranteed money, what that then reactively forced the PGA tour to do or not forced, but what they decided to do reactively. And then talking to all of the, the, the smaller you know, the mini tour guys and, and the people who are at those not full status levels, their lives are better. They, they are flat out. They have some guarantees of, of, of money in their life. So, um, you know, whether it's, Better or worse for the game, I don't know. But what I do know is it has definitely positively impacted in a financial way uh, a, a, a bit of the developmental side of the game that nobody sees. They don't televise it. Um, it just kind of goes on in the background. and You don't realize it's been going on for five years until all of a sudden the person wins a Monday qualifier and then they perform well. And you're like, oh, my gosh, who's this guy? They came out of nowhere. Overnight success. No, they've been living broke for the last five years. And they just finally had a break. <laughs> that, that's that's the truth of it. So um, I just thought it was an interesting you know, point that I'm not hearing discussed at all. Uh, and I wanted to make sure you know that it, we got it out there. Curious people's thoughts on it. So a little bit of a, a little bit of a shift from the the normal uh, topic of conversation, you know, uh, you know on the pod, but um, definitely one that we feel and we see. Um, and I, you know, as terms of the positivity in terms of the physical side of golf, having players have more access to this, the science and, and, and the fitness to keep themselves healthy is only going to get us better players playing longer. And I think that's good for the game. So um, anyway, small little, little opinion, little piece here, but, but hopefully uh, you found it interesting and I uh, look forward to seeing you on the next one.